Today's episode is sponsored by El Jefe's Party Planning Incorporated. Throwing a big 40th birthday bash, El Jefe has you covered. With a plethora of piñatas and tequila, he'll have you throwing the biggest party this side of Santa Poco. Use promo code SWEATER to get 30% off your booking. We're also sponsored by the new Goldsmith picture, The Ride of the Three Amigos. From the studio that brought you Shooting for Love and Wanderers of the West, the new film starring Ned Niederlander, Dusty Bottoms, and Lucky Day is playing everywhere now. Now let's fire up those time circuits to 1986 because today we're traveling back in time to revisit the three amigos. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Won't you stay a while? Come with me where moonbeams paint the sky. And you and I might linger in the sweet... Boy, this is El Jefe, and welcome to Season 8 of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. That's right. I am your host, Mr. Santos Medrano, and as always... I am joined right here by the man who has the most singing, beautiful voice out there. You could say he's a guapo because the man on stage, he is my best friend, my right-hand man. That's right. For his birthday, I got him a sweater. Man, I was trying to do like a guapo voice, but I couldn't. No, you cannot do it like that. You got to do it like this. Welcome, welcome. Happy New Cheers. No, New Cheers. Yeah, it's a, it's got to be more exaggerated. I couldn't fucking do it. No, you have to exaggerate it because yeah. you, you got to, you know. Yeah, Mister, it hurts my throat, though, when I do it like that. You got to practice. You got to practice. He's like, it'll be like, you know, my name is Santos Midrano. And today I am joined, as always, by the greatest, most infamous singer out there, Mr. Freddie Morales, my friend who I bought the sweater for his birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I like it very much. Thank you. <laughs> Why do I, do you have a plethora? A sweaters? Uh, yes, I have a, a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you know what a plethora is? <laughs> no, el guapo, tell me what is a plethora. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Do I am I not as intelligent as you, my friend. <laughs> my friend, but maybe <laughs> we can go on and on with this. Seriously, this movie, I love oh. it. Oh man, it's just people, that, people, people that, are like, what? What are they talking about already? God, dang. That, that, that's that's the '80s for you, bro. Like uh, the Mexicans weren't like you know they 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 had to have like that accent that oh hey. all my uncles, all my uncles, bro, all of them. Hola, Freddy, cómo estás? Hey, cómo estás? God bless you, mijo. God bless you. See, but yeah. that that right there sounds normal for if if your uncles were in a movie in the '80s, it'd be like, hey, cómo estás? How you doing? How you like doing? they do that. Like they drag it out. No, right. oh, no lie, bro. In I believe 2012, right? 2012, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood, they were doing the the horror nights. Like so, they do you know the scary mazes and shit. Right, right. And that night they did. I mean that that year they did a maze for La Llorona. No fucking lie. I swear to God, the whole time you're walking through the maze, and actually, even even in the commercial like the fucking commercial but in the maze as you're walking you're hearing like the story to la irona and i swear to god 
the voice that was telling you the story later on and was like this woman she killed her kids and when she was sad she went after and tried to get her key like i swear to god it sounded <laughs> like it was out of fucking that sounds like a racist <laughs> and i'm i'm like walking through the maze at the same time i'm scared but the other moment i'm like what the fuck what is it is that my uncle matthew here matthew are you doing la llorona si sí, i'm doing it for part time hijo you're like, hey, pues me van a pagar, you know. Están, están pagando, si no va a llorar tu mamá, no tengo dinero. Yeah, yeah. la renta y... y... la renta y luego caíto con este cover que nunca se va a acabar esa chingadera, pues está... está. Es, es algo, you know, hey, you know. And then when he, well, you know, after he's done recording, because he's all like, that, that lady, she cried, la llorona. Oh Once he's like, all right, wow. um, Jose, we, I think we're done recording, right when he stops talking. <clears throat> okay, I'm glad uh, I was able to record that for you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Stephen. Uh, Stephen uh, Coster. Thank you. <laughs> so you, know, you really, yeah, a lot of a lot of Latinos are losing their their Hollywood jobs right now. You know. Yeah. Oh, back in the eighties, most Latinos, or even in the it's happening again, the, bro. It's happening again in the in the seventies and the sixties. They would just use Italians. They almost so look bad. Chicano, so they're like, so bad. Ah, you so could be bad. A, yeah. That's so how it bad. was. That was Hollywood back when, dude. Oh, like, the, Hollywood is still like that, bro. It hasn't changed. It's new generations. And, you know, I just heard that one of the Latino uh, shows from Netflix just got. Oh, like, gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's complaining. They never give the Latinos a chance. I just read it this morning. I was like, you know what? And then, then they gave all the Babosada shows a chance. And then they are on for seasons and seasons. But yeah, but Latinos. Hey, but, you know, Latinos, most Latinos, don't, they hate on each other. So they're going to be I like, know, see, that's what I, I guess. Well, Oh, look at that, Mr. Gentrified Sean. No, 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 no. Say, hey, <laughs> hey, at least, at least I gave you two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons. <laughs> and you sucked. Like, it'll be like somebody on that show be like, hey, you know, hey, Theo, have you watched the show? Nah, Mr. Big Head, you're on the show. Netflix, get out of here. Like, no, no, Theo, you got to watch or I'm going to get canceled. I get canceled. Get out of here. No. I knew you when you had caca in your canzones, way. No, no. You know what's happening? The Latinos are just getting on board Netflix, bro. Like, yeah. like the old generation. Once they put Vicente Fernandez on Netflix, olvídate, bro. Hey, the light. <laughs> the, like they do the, the story of Yosete Fernandez on Netflix. Uh, by, by the way, right now what I've heard that they're they're fighting. I know. Watch Netflix. Are oh, you serious? Yeah, they're fighting because they want to do the whole life story of Vicente Fernandez. And uh, for what I've heard, Televisa, which is one of the biggest ones in Mexico, they already said, "Hey, we want to do this." But now I know the more bigger money who's got Netflix. So I haven't oh, is is going to come on and say, "Hey, by the way, we just did a we just did a uh, Luis Miguel series. We would like to do that." Vicente Fernandez. They even, Netflix even has a Celia Cruz show. Oh, forget it, dude. They're on it, bro. They're on it. Yeah. On it. My parents are. The white man is on it. it. Yeah. Like, hey, can you get the guy, Vincent Fernandez? We want to get that serious, yeah. Vincent Fernandez. We, we hear he's very popular. We heard so he's very. Get... Yeah, he, he was in a cartoon in Disney. Wasn't that him? Yeah. We, that's, <laughs> Wait, that's what? <laughs> what yeah. Cartoon? Yeah. Is, Coco, the, the... bro. Coco. Oh, yeah. He was in Coco. Hey, can. Three flash was in Coco. Like, right. dude, uh, that is that is a Vicente Fernandez story. That's him, dude. You know, the singer. That's that's who he is. I mean, look, look, the, Disney copied, you know, of course, they got a lot of Latino Mexicanos. They got a lot of Mexicans well, to do that. Yeah. Right? Because or else Disney would we got we gotta bring them on. A very colorful movie. I love it. You know, but like I said, yeah. Oh, how do we get in this topic? El, real quick? El Santo, he was in it too. I yeah, like yeah. that. He's like, oh, El Santo, I'm Please. a biggest fan. Even there, dude. You know, because like, we'll, we'll obviously, this isn't, this is the movie, but we're not there yet. Right. But 
if 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 this movie was filmed today everybody would be speaking spanish like i like how all of them speak english and, and my wife was like why do they speak english in mexico right. i was like i don't know and exactly. that's what happened in coco they're all like speaking in which there is a spanish that i mean a, a version that you could watch a huevo, a huevo, a huevo. and that's the legit version right there right, but of course you know they're gonna do it in english and you know they're not like i don't know it's, it's you know no mama's way that's how they no say. no no it's like no i watched it in spanish you know that's my first language english yeah now, you know so yeah, did you ever lose it? Like meaning, like I did, Spanish? I did, because I was hanging out with a bunch of white guys, like really white, and I was right. Like, I forgot, and my mom was like, "Did he this?" And she would correct me. I was like, "Please correct me." I was hanging out with these gringos <laughs> because that's what happened to me. So you know, I born when I was a kid, born in East LA, and everything. We lived there for for I think for me from eighty one to eighty six or eighty seven. And all Spanish, directly just Spanish to my family, my mom and dad. The moment we moved over here, to, well, El La Puente, the neighborhood we moved into, you would think, oh, La Puente, like, nah, there was a bunch of whites. And those those kids were friendly. They came to our house like, hey, we want to introduce ourselves. It was uh, Audrey and fucking Brian, you know, like, um, it's like the whitest of white kids. And they were fucking nice oh, as hell. But because everybody spoke English, me and my brother, Caesar. We just spoke English with them too. And after that, for years, dude, I, I <laughs> forgot. Like, I lost the language, bro. Like, to this day, I still know my five white, whitest friends that I grew up with. My name was Alfredo Soto Morales. And then I was hanging out with Kenny, David, <laughs> Greg, uh, what was it? Kirk, Clark. What was the other guy's name? Steven, the Rogers. <laughs> yeah, it was the first three kids we made friends with was Mike. Audrey and Brian, like those were the three kids in the neighborhood. And then after that, you had other ones that showed up. But those are the main three like white kids. And, you know, there were uh, slowly other Latinos that would pop up. But that's how yeah, it was. I, bro. Remember, I, I remember I'm going to hang out with this one kid. He, he was uh, he never had his parents home, bro. Like I would go and then I would go visit him. His dad was never home. His mom was never home. This kid was always by himself. And so, so he's I a latchkey kid. I was just like, what happened to you? Uh, what's up to all? He would have problems with his parents too. Like, well, I, I just never saw his parents. I never met his parents. But he was the nicest white kid. Like, I was just like, hey, well, come over here. Have you ever had arroz con pollo? Or uh, have you ever had a burrito? Come over here. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy that like he was a good kid. Yeah, he was always by, his, I, by himself. Well, because uh, around, wait, knew... wait, wait, wait. Let me okay. clarify them. Let me clarify them. Around me. He was nice. That was a nice kid. I we never did. We, we like we would go and ride our bikes a lot. That's what we would do when we would hang out. Yeah, we didn't yeah. do drugs. I wasn't smoking weed. And I didn't do any of that. You know, I was a you know we would go and play like ride our bikes for hours. You know, down the alley where we used to live on Southgate, up and down the you know. Yeah, and of then, course. Yeah, and and then I would drop him off, and then when I would drop him off, his dad wasn't home. It's like wow, this kid's. How does he do it? So, right. Yeah. It's like, like I knew, I knew a kid like that. I mean, he was fucking like always, uh, I mean, he was a bad kid though. So like you would, that's where you would want to go to his house. To, like literally like fuck around and shit like that. Get high and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. That, that's there was another kid too, man. He didn't have his dad and, and, uh, his mom, sweetest lady, man. Yeah. And he would have Atari. I remember he's like, Freddie, I have Atari. Do you come, can you come over my house? And these kids hated him. I was like, well, why are these kids, you know, when your kids are, and he just came up to me, goes, Hey man, I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, no, just, just, just come over to my house. I have Atari. I have asteroids. I said, all right. It was a rainy day and I went over his house. Yeah. And then, uh, 
this guy just wanted to hang out and have friends, bro. Just, he just wanted, yeah, he wanted he was, friends. Yeah, he wasn't a bully or anything like that. Yeah. And he was the nicest kid. And I remember because I would hang out a few hours to play as asteroids. And then his mom would come in, sweet lady. Oh, las mijos, como están? And she was like, oh, let me make. As soon as she got in, she started already making dinner. And it was only both of them. They didn't, they didn't have a, you know, she didn't have a husband around. Sucks, man. But she, I grew up like, I did. I was so blessed to have my parents, you know. Yeah. Even, you know, and have a beautiful relationship throughout, even to this age, you know, and speaking of parents and just to let you guys know that unfortunately this year we started, I started the year with a very big shock. My mom is in the hospital and uh, she's got uh, pneumonia, of course, COVID pneumonia. Yeah. And she's, she's been in there for now 15 days. So she's doing good. She's stable. She, my mom's a very strong woman. And, um, I just, you know, I wish I can see her because my mom and I have a really good relationship. I would talk to her every day, you know, and I'm the closest one. You know, she lives just 20, 30 minutes away from here. But, um, yeah, the beginning of the year, she ended up getting very sick and we took her in. Her oxygen levels were very low. So right now they're in, in you know, stable 90s. But, yeah, I mean, she's 74. Her birthday is coming up on the 26th, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's scary, guys. It's happening. You know, it hit home to me and it's had, it hits home. I, this whole week has been just of uh, notices of close friends of mine who have gotten sick, you know. And so it, it's been a very stressful to to tell you through the guys. Seriously. I mean, this is this is our podcast. We we like to share, you know, everything. So I'm living it right now. And right now I feel good that I'm talking with my bro here. Because I haven't had a laugh in a long time. I haven't been laughing at all. I've been praying more than laughing. Yeah. But this is a blessing that I'm able to like, you know, just be human and 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 interact. Especially our first show. This is our first show of the year, you know, and 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 things happen in life. They, these are tests that happen. And I'm living it, but I'm sharing it and tell you to it right now. Mom is stable. She's she's gonna come out of this. And, uh, and by the way, I, I thank all of you who've been in my circle of friends who've reached out and uh, who've been praying for her. Thank you so much. I, I And let's not pray just only for my mom. Let's pray for, it's for the spiritual people. You know, if you're not spiritual, you can, you know, send good energy. It's not about, it's about being united as one because that's, yeah. that's, that's what we need right now. And and just send good positive energy. That's all I ask to, to my mom and to those who are suffering what I am experiencing. I mean, it, it's, it's why, um, uh, why we haven't, uh, we didn't put on an episode last week. Yeah. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so that's why season eight, uh, we started a little bit later more so because of Freddie. He's just, you know, with his mom and it was something he, you know, it was hard for him to come on with us and record and have some laughs. It was like, he was a roller coaster. I've been every now, like almost every day we would chat back and forth. Like he would send me updates and stuff like that. So, you know, but we're here now for you guys. So hopefully we'll be able to bring you the funny. We just wanted to get a little serious. We, we've we always shared our, in, our, our, our backstories a little bit of our lives, like an insight into our lives. And this is just some little insight to, to behind the scenes of 80 miles per hour podcast of our lives. That's so, yeah. right. Yes. Well, happy new year. Our first, yeah. The first one of the year, man. Yeah. Season eight, season, season eight of 88 miles per hour podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the movie, I do have some shout outs that I want to give out to you, ladies and gentlemen, because it's just something that I feel like we really need to do because we need to give you guys a little bit of a, Hey, 
thank you type of thing. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen. The shout out. All right, so the first podcast that I want to give out a shout out is called Designated Quizzers. Now, I want to give two versions of a shout out for this one. The first one is the show uh, that this podcast, it's it's very much like, all right, well, just like in the title, Quizzers. And what it is, is like, it's, uh, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Tri- what? Trivity? I, I'm bad at fucking reading. Uh, podcast, that's trivia. and Oh, I get it. It's trivia and comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trivia comedy podcast it's a married couple a cocktail and a head-to-head challenge with surprise twist loser drinks the punishment shot so yeah so they they're always um they i mean the, sh- the show i i tuned in i listened to it i've actually listened to two episodes and you know it's 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 not a simple trivia question because what they do is like they'll get trivia and they'll relate it to something but then they go all the way to fucking left field so you think it's one thing but then they start going and then you're next thing you know you're like what the fuck and it becomes confusing so it's cool because when they get it right you're like oh what the fuck like it's cool because you're trying to join in on the fun so it's it's a fun show a lot a lot of brain thinking you know at the end of it the one who fails uh has to drink the fucking punishment or you know the loser basically so yeah and the other uh part of the of this show is that the 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 wife side of this show lisa is like basically a huge fangirl right now of our show like she's always she's been like tweeting our show out saying oh i love you you guys are hilarious and like you guys are funny like so it's 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 really awesome twitter yeah (laughs) twitter so yeah so it's just them just trying to mess with each other and they're drinking so i want to give them out a shout out because they're always giving us love on 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 uh twitter but like i said the wife she's a huge fan another one i gave them a shout out before um but i had i had not listened to their show and it's called the homicide worldwide podcast now i gave them a shout out because and to this day they are still shouting us out every time on twitter they'll put our name in a list of other shows and be like hey you guys got to check them out but i actually tuned into their show and i i don't listen to true crime podcasts but i checked out obviously this show mm-hmm. and it's good dude the fu- especially the production value at the very beginning when they're giving you a little backstory to the fucking the crime and all that like they add music to it like they they feel them they fit the mood like well like they get you there and you're like holy shit like and it's scary at times and then Mm. boom after that they start getting into the whole fucking details of the case like they do their research to find out like what the fuck and you're listening and you're you're invested because you're just like dude like i want to know what the fuck happened and i heard this one story of this like stupid fucking like early 20 year old kid that killed like this girl that he liked who was like 16, her mom, her friend, and then uh, her dad. Like, it's fucking a crazy story, but it's, wow. it's really good. It's like, you know, and it's it's real because it's fucking true crime shit. So it's not like them telling them story. Not though this is real true story. And I listened to it. I thought it was really good. So I would say, you know, I, I you know, thanks for always giving us love. But I'm going to I want to give you guys love because you, you know, I, I actually listen to your show. So, you know, you guys should should fucking check them out. Um check them out check them out yeah the next one god damn it i moved my thing i had it all set on twitter oh <laughs> there's a podcast that's about uh it's a review podcast for porn 
What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called the Porn Stash Podcast. Yeah, oh this this show, like I, I didn't know what to expect, dude. I mm. went into it and I'm thinking it's gonna be just a regular like show where they're just gonna be making cracks and like, oh porn, I better better, you know, but no. They're 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 serious about their port. Like no lie, like they they give their thoughts behind. Like yeah, this is good. This is not like they they on, on one of the episodes. Like they had a it was a news story that revolved around porn, <laughs> and they gave their thoughts on it. Oh, and man. I'm just like wow. Like so, if you want to listen to a, an episode about porn, but also get a serious take behind it, the seriousness of porn yeah porn. like yes. yeah they'll yes. tell you like yeah hey, this is, this is not yeah there's an audience for that yeah it's like nothing surprises me in this world bro <laughs> yeah hey they have they have comic podcasts movie podcasts comic book podcasts true wow. crime hey we need the porn out there right yeah 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 that's... <laughs> so yeah so check them out so it's like it's a it's a it's it's like two guys discuss porn and review porn parodies and yeah it's a, a 18 plus though Ladies and gentlemen, because this isn't not for the oh, kids. Sí, sí. No, 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 los chavalitos ahí que andan ahí. No, no, no. Hay que limpios, limpios los chavalitos. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and okay. then last. 21. Oh. Yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's push it. Can we push it a 21 and over? <laughs> and the last podcast that I want to give a shout out to is called the CK and GK podcast. Uh, it's two ladies giving you a working knowledge of heaven knows what. And this show is very much like the other show i do uh brothers bear podcast with my brother because they kind of they're they're it's almost like if you had to give it some way to best ex explain to other people uh, for me i would say it's like seinfeld a show about nothing because they go all over the place like they they'll bring up random sports topics they'll they'll bring up stuff about their kids like they just go all over the place and it's entertaining and like especially because i'm not a sports guy but they started talking about sports and it made it like entertaining and fun for me i'm like all right like i'm in this like i don't know what the fuck is going on but what you're you're telling me you're you're throwing some knowledge at me and i'm like all right i'm i'm understanding i'm learning and all the other stuff that they're talking about that i'm like hey this is a really fun enjoyable podcast but they just have fun like they're just just you know these two uh women that are just talking back and forth and talking about everything and it's very much like if you're a fan of the brothers bear podcast check them out because it's like it's the same thing that me and my brother do we'll just randomly talk about stuff that we like but then we bring about our family life our, our having you know our kids and things stories like that it's just it's a very good mixture so if you like if you enjoy that you'll really enjoy this podcast the the ck and gk podcast ladies and gentlemen so there you go there's the shout outs for this week First movie of season eight of 2022, and it is the film Los Three Amigos. <laughs> is yes. that supposed to be the cough? Yes, that's supposed to be the cough. And if people have seen this movie, they know what I'm talking about. This movie, this movie, hey, this movie, movie, La Película Salió in 1986. It's a comedy western. Yeah. And uh, oh my goodness, so many good actors, very funny. Uh, my God! It came out on, on December of uh, December of twelfth, nineteen eighty six. Oh, right before my birthday! Wow! Yeah, I was uh twelve when the, this movie came out. No, I was sorry, I was sixteen when this came out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, like you were we were talking about, like what is the what are the what are the what movie can you can just remember that just makes you laugh all the time you can never get tired of tired of it 
it would be this movie for me. The three for you? Movies. So this is this is one that you've seen multiple mm. times. Like this is one you really truly grew up on. Yeah, this one because it reminds me of my brother. Mm -hmm. My brother and I will always joke around, especially we would take turns being El Guapo. And then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, just, there's just so many things that we just picked out of this movie yeah. that we would joke around with our family, with our parents, with our friends, you know, and hey, El Guapo, you know, who's El Guapo? Our friends in South Area, white friends, El Guapo, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> so, and no, it's just a really great, funny movie that just puts you in a good mood, you know, to see three white guys who are yeah. trying to be heroes and trying to save, uh, trying to be uh, the real actors and what they're portraying, you know? And uh, I mean, you got what Chevy chase in this movie. Yeah. You got Mr. Martin short in this movie. Uh, Steve Martin. I mean, those guys, <laughs> those guys were at the top of their game during that time in the eighties. I mean, and then you had uh, the director, famous director, Mr. John Landis. Yeah. Who is, was... American the, Werewolf in London. We've done yeah, that one. Yeah. So huge director and, and, and was on top of his game at that time. You know? And I mean, you're never going to see a movie like this anymore. Even they think they try to... Rep, you know, it's not. This is a classic. For me, it's a classic. I can say I can watch this with my family. It's yeah, a family movie too. You know, I remember my dad. I would watch him. We would just sit down, and my dad would just have a crack up. You know, because he's yeah, he's getting these gringos trying to be Mexicans. You know, it's like <laughs> superheroes. You know, and 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 uh, and then you had you know great actors too. You know, you had El Guapo. He was a famous Mexican actor. Uh, Alfonso Aruao. That's what you call him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's his last name. And, yeah, uh, the last time we saw them was when we did use cars. He was in that. Yes, he was in. You know, he's he was. I mean, he was a uh, working. Yeah, if you're a fan of. Hey, speaking of Coco, he plays Papa Julio, the little. Oh, you know, we have to get Enmelda or whatever. Like the maybe she wouldn't know what to do. The little little right fat skeleton tío. That that's who he plays. Right, right, and then you got and you got another one, a Latino, really famous Latino in this movie. Who you've seen, you've seen his Tony Plana. He, yeah, that he, guy. Oh, yeah, he's a Cuban. He's a, he's a Cuban American actor, and he played uh, El Jefe. He was yeah, El Jefe yeah. from <laughs> you know El Jefe. Yeah, this guy, he's, he's he's done a lot of stuff, man. This guy's fucking. So you know, I grew up watching them, you know, represent what Latinos are in in the big in the big screen. You know, mm -hmm. and then you had uh, Patrice Martinez who played Carmen. I mean, she didn't really do much. <laughs> no, she didn't. After this movie, that was it. She was like, I think she just like uh, well, that was it. She, she was an American actress. I, I don't know more. Much well, more. I mean, like she worked all the way to 99, but she didn't have a massive career. The one other thing that I would truly know her from was in Beetlejuice. She played the receptionist in Beetlejuice. So when the maintenance, uh, uh, when they first when they die and they go down they uh they meet this like she's like a beauty queen or whatever and she's like she's telling him like hey where do we go he's like oh you gotta meet your caseworker juno and she has like she slit her mm -hmm. wrist that that's who she plays oh, okay okay you don't have an appointment do you well we didn't know how to make one appointment for what what do you want we need some help huh, already you just bit the big one two months ago, and you want help. Two months? What does that have to do with anything? You're going to use up all your health vouchers. 
Dignitis. You spend 125 years on Earth, actually in that house, during which you get only three Class 1 Dignity intercessions with Juno. You probably haven't even read through the manual completely yet. You'll have to wait if you don't have an appointment. An appointment with who? For Juno, your caseworker. Number 54,601, Ferndock. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't know her in anything. But um, so this movie, it takes place like in 1916, you know, like 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a hundred. Well, yeah, it's a hundred. Because the, the films of the time are still silent film. Yes. So these three payasos were mm-hmm. silent actors. They yes, were silent they actors who were hired. And then, you know, they what happened was these guys were like, hey, man, we want to make some more money. And they're like, yeah, Dusty, we're going to make some more money. All right. So they asked the man, hey, man, we've been doing all these films and blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, you know, they, it's, it sounds like they were working for free. Yeah, well, most actors do work for free, bro. <laughs> you know, and then you get your break, break. But I, I guess they were working for free. Yeah, no, well, actually, what it, it's just Hollywood's taking advantage of these guys. They never, yeah. they, they didn't make any money. Yeah, like the the studio was making a shitload of money. Right, right. Making all this money, and he's like, all right, well, you know, as long as you act for us, you could you could sleep in the big house. Yes, and everything, and, the key to whatever. Yeah, just don't say nothing. Just but don't ask. We're us. not we're not gonna pay you, so it's kind of like. What the fuck? Like, of course, <laughs> they're right. going to want to. And then, like, the moment they say, like, nah, man, like, you're getting rich off of us. Like, you need us. Like, come on. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck you. Get out of here. And then, I mean, that was probably what happened a lot in the time of Hollywood back when. Oh, bro. If you were, I mean, I love the history of Hollywood. I just love to, to read the dirt of reality in Hollywood, you know, yeah. which is very painful. Those are the true stories. And this is it. These guys wanted to get more money or they thought they were getting paid, but they weren't getting paid. So yeah. The guys were like, ah, we don't need you anymore. I think we're going to be moving into, and that's what happens. You're hot one day and then you're, you're not hot the next day. Yeah. So these guys got fired. They got fired. So we're like, oh my God, what are we going to do now? And this is all we, we've been, you know, this is all we know what to do. So, and then <laughs> what I like about this fucking movie is that like, yeah, like I, I was shocked, but they, you know, the moment they want the, 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 the money, like, Hey, just fucking pay us. Like we we're we're making you millions. They get kicked out of Hollywood. And that's when at that moment you get a, well, actually, no, it, this takes beforehand because right. the movie starts in Mexico. It starts in Mexico, and then that's when you see this lady going around, and right, she, right. she goes to a bar, God and and God instead of it. yeah, instead of fucking asking like in Spanish, you know, and it's all in English, like oh, we need some I help. Know. I know. Uh, excuse me, hi, I need some banditos porque me están fregando mi village. <laughs> Yes. Oh, they're gonna go over there. Hey, este necesito un bandido. No sabes a quién me puede ayudar porque me están jodiendo, me están quitando todo y tienen que matar el guapo. Exactly. That's what. It, that's how it really should have sounded. Exactly. <laughs> and with then subtitles. They, with subtitles. I like that. Oh, you know, I want to look who that guy is because I like the fat bartender. Oh, dude, he's he. Yeah, that guy. Is who, funny. who is he? Like, I know I've seen him. Look him shit. up. Look, look him up. But uh, he's bartender. He, Oh yeah, his friend Fred Aspargas. Fred Aspargas? Yeah. He was a big dude. He was like, this don't get in too rough for me. Yeah. He's I like I know I know I seen him and shit. Where the fuck is the I don't see like the actor for Man in Bar? I don't know. I don't there, what, there, what? Were, there were a lot of familiar people in this film, but yeah, bro. I mean that 
We've seen him probably three times after oh, this film. Or... I just clicked on him. Oh, you clicked on him? You clicked that on him? Yeah, I clicked it on <laughs> him. Oh, he was in Colors. He was in Colors? Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he was in Colors. Uh, oh, what the fuck? He, he was in Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> was he? Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's a, he played the Hispanic man. Okay. Uh, he was also in This Is Spinal Tap, another movie that we've done. We've actually okay. done both wow. of those movies. That's interesting. Um, other than that, like, I mean, there's stuff that I don't even remember him. Like, I've seen Beverly Hills Cop 3, but I don't remember him in this at all. But, you know, yeah, like, so she goes and, the, and you know, she needs that help and shit. So she ends up going to a fucking a church. And in the church, they're doing movies. I mean, they're, they're like showing movies. And I by don't the way, know. By, by the way, let me just explain that. Back then in the towns, because my dad used to do this when he was a young, when he was young, like my dad, but not, he would go into towns and, and show the movies that were happening during that time. Wait, 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 that, your dad did that as a job? Yeah. This is when he was a teen. He would go on a, like, uh, he had a truck and he had an assistant with a projector and whatever film. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So he would go to town to town back in Mexico it can be a church. It can be a, 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 you know, it's just a town. And and they would sit there, they would pay. And then my dad would show the movie, you know, it would be back in the time. It would be, you know, uh, uh, you know, his fate, you know, I got like Pedro Infante and all those people, you know, back in that generation. So, and then he, they would watch the film, they would pay him and then he would pay the student. I don't know how he was, but that was my dad's job. So that's fucking know. cool, bro. Yeah. So yeah, I, this, like, this, this movie is like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like oh, in, there's a scene in the early in the early days of like silent film and shit like that. Yeah, that's what they would do. Someone would have the reels. Right. They would also uh, normally they would have uh, the um, whatever those things are like the the notes for like music. Whatever I can't yeah. think of the music. Uh, the music notes. The, the sheet, sheet. Yeah, music. the sheet. The sheet music. They would yeah. have that because they would the people with the organ would have to play along and normally yeah, they yeah. had a cassette exactly. and they would travel around. Yeah. From town to town yeah. because not everybody had movie theaters. So yeah. And that's, that's what this was. There is like, but how the fuck does she not see, does she not know what movies are? I was in the, you know, when you live in, El, when you live, when you live in El Rancho, bro, yeah. you know, you're living in El Rancho, bro. You're not thinking about technology. You know, you're living about, you know, beautiful life out there and, and, the, and, you know, out in like, she, you know what I'm saying? You're not thinking about this stuff. So maybe, you know. So for her, when she sees this, she's like, oh, miralo, this is real. Like, oh, it's see. a fucking el new claro. Claro. Yeah, that's what it had. Because I was just like watching. I'm like, why at some? Why does she think that these fuckers are real? Like, this is legit. Like, well, oh, that's, they're gonna... think about it, bro. When you're even for a child, a movie who's, you know, think, oh, wow, Superman can fly. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, it's, it's make all make believe. And it's like. So that's what happened, you know. Of course, that wouldn't happen tonight because now we live in such a high, you know, you know, we have all these iPads and stuff. You can, yeah. But, there's you know no way saying? that you could fall for that shit, <laughs> right? But you know, but yeah, you can still. There's people who live in ranchos; they don't have none of this stuff. Yeah. So, you know? so, so because of that, that's when she's like, "Oh, we need help with El Guapo." Like, exactly. we, we, you know. So she writes this le- like they, a telegram. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I love the telegram. <laughs> but, but because they can't fucking afford. That's when she's like, the guy's Shorten like, well, it. let me give you the $10 version. Right, know? right. <laughs> the three amigos, Goldsmith Pictures, Hollywood, California. Three. 
goes. We have seen your deeds and think you are very great. We can pay you 100,000 pesos. 100,000 pesos? We do not have 100,000 pesos. Don't worry, Rodrigo. They will refuse it. But it would be an insult not to offer it to them. 100,000 pesos. 100,000 pesos if you come to Santa Poco and put on a show of your strength and stop the, the, the horrible, evil, murdering, villainous monster El Guapo. So that once again we can be a, a peaceful village. 23 pesos. We only have 10. Okay. I give you the 10 peso version. Hey, that was funny. How much is 100 pesos? Ay, pues, uh, ya me vas a poner a pensar ahí, te yo, con todo lo que está pasando ahorita de matemáticas. No la fiegues, no mires. If you can't figure out 136 minutes. No, 100 pesos son, I don't know, it was like 10 bucks. Because we were, well, now probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, you know. Because if it, like I was like we were trying to figure that out with like a hundred pesos, like how much is that? And then because at one point he's like, oh, I'm gonna buy a car and I'm gonna go to Paris and I'm gonna make an orphanage for the the orphans. And I'm just like, all right, a hundred pesos must have been a lot of money back when. So oh, back then, dude, back then a lot of money was a lot of money. Today, none, the money we have nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you know, bless the people who didn't manage to like live the American dream and have money. If like if you go to Tijuana. And you give a twenty dollar bill, forget it, bro. <laughs> Dude, they don't want more. They don't even want pesos. They want dollars, bro. They want. Yeah. Give me a peso. Nah, I don't want no peso. Give me some dollars, way. You know? Yeah, you could go yeah. and then, like if someone's selling masa pan, no, you no, know, no. you're like, Dude, a, a cuantos? Uh, es, es un dólar, pues. Aquí están, yes. Give me the whole box. Yeah, no, no, and no, they're all high tech too. They already have. I'm like, damn, <laughs> have Apple Pay and everything. Yeah, yeah, hey, dame, hey, tengo el, el, tu card. You just it's okay. Tienes la carta, la tarjeta. Yo también tengo tarjeta, güey. <laughs> you know? I'm like, wow, okay, fine. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that my Mexicans know what's up. I like whenever I used to leave when we were when I was a kid because my wife had asked, she's like, did you ever have a piggy bank growing up? I was like, every time we went to to Tijuana when we were leaving, my parents would always buy me like a ceramic piggy bank of like Donald Duck or whatever. We you know how they make those cheap yeah. ones. That, yeah, I would yeah, get yeah. one all the time. I had, I, one, I had one. It was a pig. It was like a un puerco. Yeah, with, like, yeah. With, with a with a sombrero and like goes from Tijuana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pobrecito. Oh, I cried. Man. I cried when I needed to get some cents. You know, I had what? to crack them. I had to break them to get the centavos well, out. Well, you know? yeah, because it was ceramic. So and, yeah, then, and then, then I and then and then I tried to glue him back, and it, it was just wasn't because I was I was so attached to that pig. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and this this isn't like piggy banks today. We're in the bottom. You could pop it open and like, no, like they were just sealed 100%. Yeah. This one was like, you break it if you need. That's why you're like, no, no, you don't touch that. I was like, I needed the cash, you know? I don't know. I, I had to pay my brother because of the quarterly play from video games. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. So she sends out a telegram to get the three amigos. Boys, I know showbiz. There's something always turns up. Telegram for the three amigos. Three amigos, Hollywood, California. You are very great. 100,000 pesos to come to Santa Poco, put on show, stop. 
the infamous El Guapo. What does that mean, infamous? Oh, Dusty. <laughs> infamous is, is when you're more than famous. This man, El Guapo, is not just famous, he's infamous. A hundred thousand pesos to do a personal appearance with this guy, El Guapo, who is probably the biggest actor to ever come out of Mexico. Wow, the infamous? Infamous? Mm -hmm. And they assume it's a job because they right. just got fired, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's go." But we're like, "Hey, we need our costumes. Yeah, like, we gotta, we gotta steal our costumes." Hey, tenemos que agarrar el costume porque si no, no podemos, no podemos llegar sin ranchero. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like they have these stupid little jokes within this movie right. that that really makes me laugh. Like, like, like this. There's this part where. Steve Martin's character, he's like up on top climbing, and right. then the other two they're like low, like all hiding, and then he just starts going like, ah, ah, and then like he like nada, and then he starts saying more and more like, hey, up here, up here, and all right, this right. Shit. And oh, then they it. they finally pull back, and you realize like he's not even that fucking high. Like, how do they not see him? Like, or hear, I mean, hear him. Like, and it's just shit like that, that like little simple jokes that they do, like com comedic moments. Like, it kind like of reminds you of the jokes of back then, and like, and I don't know, like during those times, it was very cute jokes like that. Like, how can you not see you're like, you know, it's like the Three Stooges type of jokes. Like, there's this one where, okay, this is after the Three Amigos already showed up in, in, in El, El, what is it called? El Puerco? No. Uh, Casita Paco, or what's the town? I can't remember what it's ay, called. Ay, ay, ay. Se parece, go, go ahead. Uh, se llama... right. Santa Poco. Santa Poco, see, but yeah. it was it was it was it was a town that had poco dinero. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It really is that why it's called yeah, Santa, the Santa Poco. Yeah, Santa Poco. No tengo. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was funny. That was that was funny. so after the first time with the three guys, and they're like, Hey, shall we kill them? And they're like, No, let's go get el guapo, you know, we'll be back, and then they take off, right? So they have like a whole celebration with the three amigos. They're all oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And there's this part where like it's so <laughs> fucking stupid, but hilarious because it's it's the I mean, it's a it's Chevy Chase. Right? And he has a guitar right. and he ain't playing shit. He's literally right. just strumming it all dumb. I know he's going. <laughs> and all the women are just surrounding him, <laughs> the grandma, and he's just strumming it all. Like, yeah. but the look, the play, the way he's playing it, it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, you clearly could tell this guy doesn't fucking know what he's doing. But they make it look so good. Like there's another one. 
see for me it, it's hilarious i mean it's just funny to see like you know <laughs> chevy chase that that guy just makes me laugh i mean it's just funny to see them <laughs> like i don't know what i'm trying to say here i don't know well there's another one that man i had to rewind a few times because it just made me laugh because again it was a sight gag it was so simple it was a short little thing and it made me laugh so they get directions to go and i don't know like there's a part that the movie gets kind of weird but anyways so they show up to a singing bush so when they so when all three of them show up you see them all get off the horse but here's the thing Chevy Chase, the way he's in the middle of them too. When he gets off and he lifts his leg, he somehow puts it on the other horse, and now he's sitting on the horse backwards. Oh, the other, yeah, and yeah. he's just like, "What the fuck?" And I don't know why, dude. That shit made me fucking laugh because oh. I'm just like, it was just that was so like I don't know if that was improvised or Chevy Chase did that, but it was like, "Fuck, dude!" That made me laugh so hard because I was like, that right there, just that little gag that is just <laughs> a throwaway thing that just. You could easily miss it. Made me fucking laugh. Dude. I like I like the one where they're in out in the desert. It's so hot and dusty, <laughs> right? They're all just dying for like they're water. In their, they're they're in their last drop of water. Yeah. And then you see Chevy Chase's dusty. Like he's got a full. What do they call canter? Yeah, call canteen, it? canteen, canteen, right? Yeah. And he, he's like, yeah. Oh yeah. He gets a drink, a nice gulp, and then he gets it. You know. <laughs> throw it all over his face and then and then the other two are just looking at it and then he throws it and then it's still kind of still water yeah um, and he, they're all just like and then he puts on lip balm lip balm on oh my god that scene just makes me yeah because like you got steve martin <laughs> lucky, lucky day is a, a little bit of water like a little right, bit right Martin Short, I don't know why his he has, has sand. Yeah, he, well, he had nothing. He had, he yeah, had anything. It was all sand. It was all sand that goes in his face. Right. So it's just it's just shit like that. Like yeah, it was just classic comedy. Like they didn't have to say anything. It was yeah. just, just like stuff like that. And that's throughout the whole film, bro. Yeah. That's like, throughout the whole film. Like there's a weird scene where they're there. This is after that, where they're in the middle of the desert and they're like it's nighttime so it's you oh right you could clearly tell it's fake no i love but it looks so beautiful it looks it fake, does it looks so awesome you know yeah just... it, it would be <laughs> cg today but back right. when you know oh, it was cool i love it but i like it because they're like because when they first decide because there's a part where um it's a it's a hilarious scene where <laughs> where el guapo and all of them actually come back after the three guys right so because I'll, I'll get to the other scene right now because we I have to lead up to it. So they show up. Right. So then that's when they're three, like, oh, I guess we got to perform. So that's when they show up oh, and they right. go like wherever there's injustice. This and that. he's like, tell them, tell us we're going to die like dogs. He's like, you will die like dogs. No, we won't. <laughs> and they start riding around and they shoot them. And then that's when he's like, he's like, oh, real bullets. So let me hold on. You know, he goes and tells him, let me see your gun. Whatever. He's like, yeah, real. But you're in big trouble, mister. And that's when he finds out, oh, shit, this is real. <laughs> Dude, isn't that crazy? Think about that. That just happened for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? To who? Well, technically, it wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't a re real book, but the, the shit could still fucking kill. You, and that's the well, obvious. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like what happened. Well, anyway, going back to the movie, but yeah, back then yeah, you're in real big trouble, mister. Wait until yeah. I right. <laughs> Wait until I report to you. Yeah, so and then and then 
and then uh that's when he notices Martin, like yeah. oh shit he's this is real so he goes back to them right and he's like hey this is real it's like what it's like yeah they're gonna kill us and then all three of them are just like crying right. they're like Pieta, they, <laughs> they are going to what kill us and then and then and then martin short says something funny he goes he's like we didn't even, no we don't even belong here what am i doing in mexico he's like <laughs> i just got shot <laughs> i just got shot it's real Uh, this is real. You mean... Yes. They are going to kill us. <laughs> what am I doing in Mexico? I've been shot already. I know! <laughs> What are we gonna do? <laughs> We're not gonna get paid, that's for sure. Let me talk to him. Random man. Yeah. Steve they, Martin goes up. They run off. Right. Like they 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 find out everything's real. They want to get out of there. He's like, he's like, I don't kill I, I only kill men. I don't kill crying babies and women or whatever. No, 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 but you gotta say it the way you said it. Oh, what do you say? He goes, he goes, I don't kill crying women. That's what he says, right? I think so. I kill like, men. I only kill men. Yeah. Whenever we do El Guapo or any other other guys, we gotta El Jefe and all of them, we gotta do it like them, their voices. Yeah, so people exactly. know who we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So they bail and then they blow up the fucking town and shit, and then they leave. So when they come back to figure out, like, oh shit, like, you know, everybody's fucking dead. We're here for our stuff. Um, and then they took Carmen. That's when uh Martin Short's character, Ned, he's like, Hey, we um we, you know what? We have nothing at the house. Like we're basically dead. Like let's save the day. Let's try to fucking be the real three amigos. So then they, this is where the part where they hop on the horses and they take off. Right. Right. And then that's when we get that scene in the desert, but there's a part where it's again, another throwaway line where Chevy chase goes, Hey, how long, how long were we riding before we had to turn around and go <laughs> and, and get asked for directions? He's like, ah, three miles. And it's just fucking stupid. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> they rode off all, all happy like yeah we're gonna go and then they realized hey, i don't know where the oh, fuck we're going let's go back <laughs> hey, where are we go where are we going so it's just like a oh. little throwaway lines like that you know um right. so it's shit like that and then the singing horses i don't know but there's stuff like that like when they when they get uh, to the town with the jefe and and then when they start like they all swing like they all fuck up like you got chevy chase flies into the room and into a cabinet martin short gets stuck in a piñata and then steve martin literally just falls flat to oh, it's like the three stooges bro and it was during the el guapo's birthday yeah he was he was ding 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 he was he was turning 40. <laughs> I have put many beautiful piñatas in the storeroom, each of them filled with little surprises. Many piñatas? Oh, yes, many! Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, guapo? Well, you told me I have a plethora. And I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. Forgive me, El Wapo. I know that I, Jefe, do not have your superior intellect and education. 
But could it be that once again, you are angry at something else and are looking to take it out on me? Yeah, he was turning 40. He was turning 40. And then also they had the German guys. The German guys were selling the, their, the oh, guns. Oh, their, their guns. Yeah, There's yeah. Like, El Huapo, we have something for you. Oh, you. It's your birthday. We celebrate increase. I mean, to, uh, one fucking uh, to cumpleaños or whatever. I can I can never say uh, birthday in Spanish. How do you say it? Cumpleaños. Cum, cum, I can never say that. It's you got to use your whole mouth. Dude. Cumpleaños. 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 I can't <laughs> there say you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but el, el, el guapo and shit like that, like these guys and jefe, like, like, oh, man, that's the only thing. It's, it's, it, I mean, it still makes me laugh, but their, their accents that they give all these guys. Hey, jefe, el guapo, what do we do with these guys? We kill them. <laughs> And actually, those other guys, too, are big, huge Mexican actors. Too. They're all like, you know, they got at least they got some, you know, like the guys who are playing the bandits. Some of them, too, like, hey, that guy with the heavy one. He's that's his yeah. real voice. That's how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to tell Guapo. I don't like it here. Let's go. We need some tequila. Come on. Tequila. Vamos. On. Hey, ¿dónde está la tequila? Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like all the i don't know dude like i mean they, and the german guys Viva el guapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, so man. so there's some so we could have had a way a crazy fucking different version of this movie like when it comes to this movie dude like it's it's crazy because like when i started doing it just a, i didn't get to do full research on this film but i did some right. where this movie originally had the idea of having steve martin was always uh, uh put on on top for this film like he was always one that was casted in this movie because it was written by uh steve martin um lauren michaels who does fucking saturday night live and then uh randy newman who also wrote the music for this and how he originally had planned that it was going to be Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were going to be the three amigos at one point. And then they even had Steven Spielberg coming on to direct the fucking movie. And, but Spielberg, oh, mucho dinero, mucho dinero, mucho that's, cash. When, that's when, I mean, fuck, it probably would have made a shitload of money. Dude. And that's when Spielberg is like, all right, well, we'll have Steve Martin, Bill Murray, and Robin Williams, in which it, that version I would have loved to see. Los mero, los mero, mero fregones de Hollywood. Dude, imagine seeing. What do you dude? We 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 have a love for Robin Williams on this podcast. Imagine seeing Robin Williams in this movie. <laughs> oh my wow, dude. I 80s Robin Williams. Like, I think it would have been great, but yeah, you know, we would have we would have gotten the coked out Robin Williams Mexican dude on that. <laughs> but obviously, Spielberg pulled out, so then John Landis jumped in to direct, and then he wanted Rick Moranis as Ned because Martin Short wasn't available to play it but then that's when um uh when oh and when dan Aykroyd he wasn't av available anymore they they are like oh well we'll replace him uh oh that's when they got chevy chase and then they wanted john candy to replace john belushi but <laughs> It'll break his back, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Too many, those, are, those stunts, those stunts for the horse is too too much for them. Yeah, and then so at that point, that's when you know uh, John Candy's like, hey, you know, I uh, you guys should get freaking Martin Short. I right. worked with him, and that's when they brought him on board. Um, 
but it's just like it's it's crazy how this how like there's so many movies that you and i have talked about where like there is certain people casted before the final version that i'm like man i would i would i would love to have seen that movie like this movie what did it do like it just says the box office was 39 million doesn't give me a production note of how much it cost but like I don't know if this movie was a hit or not because it's not one of those 80s movies that you constantly hear people talking about today oh yeah look it was it cost estimated about 25 million and it only made uh 39 million so it's it, it was a barely made some like it made money but it wasn't a huge hit for them like i don't know why dude it's it was like That's a crazy a big 80s movie like well maybe maybe after it just became like you know you know how later on the movies become so more popular and then but i don't know whatever dude movies today are different now we aren't even i mean that was back in the 80s that's what it made you know yeah. and it's it's i mean for these three guys well these guys these three guys were like already in their outs in the comedy scene do you understand what i'm saying because these guys started in the early set you know late 70s and saturday night live all of them well no um i would have to say you're no because um, not, 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 not the outs, but, but the things were changing too. I mean, a lot of, I mean, now that I look back, you know, on some of these movies and the only them, one that was on his way out was Chevy chase, even though this was 86. Cause I mean, he wasn't out yet. Cause if, if we want to talk about like the nineties, Chevy chase struggled big time in the nineties, not Steve Martin. He, he was doing shit in the nineties. Like oh, he but, was, he was writing and stuff too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's and then same with Martin Short, but right. like, because the last thing that Chevy Chase did that actually was did well for him money wise in the 80s was at the very end of the 80s. And that was Christmas Vacation. But like he had movies in the 90s that nobody fucking he had a talk show was, that, that fucking failed. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's when some of those actors, unfortunately, happened to Chevy Chase, so, uh, uh, like a Steve Martin and Martin Short. Those guys, I mean, I don't know, those guys maybe. I mean, Steve Martin is a musician, so he was like, "Okay, this is not working for me. I'm gonna go play some country or whatever he's doing." He, that's what he does. Yeah, you know. And then Martin Short likes to likes to do write a lot, you know. And I don't know where Chevy Chase. You know, so donde que hacen estos? Tienen tanto dinero y no saben. Yeah, because look at I'm looking at fucking Chevy Chase right here, and after Three Amigos, he did like this film I've never even fucking heard of called The Couch Trip. I remember Funny Farm, but that didn't really do well. Caddyshack Dude. 2 was a fucking flop. That was uh, it. That was it, bro. Fletch Lives. And then that's when he did a Christmas Vacation. That was a huge hit. But then after that, stuff that he was doing in the 90s did not do well dude like they were fucking terrible where if you if you look at like martin short where well, look you got to think about it i mean the 90s chevy chase is a comedy, a comedy guy from the 80s i was in my 20s so the 90s there was a big huge shift in comedy you yeah. know what i'm saying so as i'm saying it's like he had 10 years of good of chevy chase of you know his you know I know it's just you know what it's whatever happens bro like you never know how hollywood is going to be accepted you're going to have a long run or you, you have a short run and then you are you come back later and you you know i mean it's it's all it's all like a crapshoot here yeah it, it looks like steve martin was like here and there he, he would have a good film not one that did well good because i remember 
like he did after this he did a, a movie called inner space and i remember that movie was a huge fucking hit inner space uh, yeah yeah they do you did remember that, whole, that one yeah of course i remember that yeah yeah that oh and the, and then and i i remember i went to the movies on a was it a date it was a cute date uh the man with two brains steve martin i remember seeing that film that was oh really film. yes so i'm a big steve martin fan because i love him watching him and so he's got the jerk and then he has the, man with two <laughs> brains. the jerk dude is yeah. a fucking <laughs> that is movie, funny, stupid dude, movie dude it's it's a una pendejada movie bro it's just like <laughs> what is going on here Wait, when the guy is shooting at him and then he's like looking at the cans and he's like he's like hey this guy shoots like he's these cans he hates these cans <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when oh, he realizes he's shooting dude. at him like there's stuff like that that is just dumb like when so, when he finds out he has a million dollar or whatever and his whole head like spins around like and see yeah. this is why i always mm -hmm. tell people ignore rotten tomatoes ignore fucking rotten tomatoes because they they'll rate movies and they'll give them bad ratings but you know what? I've never been one of going to about ratings, bro. I've never been. I've been one. I've been one about like, hey, man, like word of mouth. Yeah. I don't need to have a guy tell me, hey, this movie. You know what? That's for myself. For And that was I mean, I don't even read critics. Uh, you know, I don't I don't really care what they think. You know, yeah. that's my that's my opinion. If I'm going to go out and movie and spend the money, then it's on me. I'll critique it. And if I do this is my critique, if I want to go see a movie and i enjoyed it i'm going to share it if i went and it was a it wasn't good i'm going to say you know what don't bother your movie unless you're interested and said okay there's people like well i'm i'm curious people are going to go see when you tell them don't go see it they're going to go see it yeah you know what i'm saying well that's what i'm saying because the reason i bring that up is because when the jerk first came out the reviews were just terrible and yet it was a fucking huge hit dude that movie cost four million dollars to make at the time for the when this movie was released was a 79 i believe right and it made a hundred million dollars <laughs> and yeah all the critics were like this movie's dumb it's stupid humor no one's gonna like this blah 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 blah. just talking mad shit reverse if, psychology reverse psychology bro well if, pe if people would have listened to the critics then this steve martin probably wouldn't have a career that he has now but this movie was a massive hit and that's why i tell people don't fucking listen to to, to rotten tomatoes you go you watch it if you like it like it don't let other people influence if you're like we me and freddie will go we, we revisit these movies but we don't revisit this movie to tell you guys nah fuck this movie don't watch it we're literally in reality what this podcast is is me and freddie just watching stuff and us just remembering like yeah, i remember and, this and then, yeah and, 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 then we, and then and then we invite you to watch what we you and i have I've watched exactly, but we're not gonna tell you. Hey, hey, no, nah, don't watch this, nah. man. Like, we're no. gonna be like, hey, you know what? This movie, I like it because of this. Like, that's literally what our show is. Me and Freddie are like, it's actually a conversation between me and him. Going, hey, Freddie, remember that scene where this exactly. and that? Oh, it's yeah. funny. El guapo, he said, oh, hey, I got a sweater. You know, <laughs> he got a sweater, <laughs> and that's that's what it is. So, so yeah, like like this movie. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I was laughing. You know, I was like, fuck. It's been years. I saw this when he came out in theaters, though. I remember my wow. We were my parents <laughs> when I was uh, when I was a kid, and we <clears throat> saw it. But it's one that I saw when I was a kid, but I never really saw much as an adult. So <laughs> this was my first time watching it in years. Wow, and it was good.
Good, good. It's this movie reminds me of my my brother and my cousins because we mm. would get together in the family. <laughs> we would be in the family uh, gathering party yeah. back in the day, good times, and we would just be messing around like, "Hey, guapo, hey, don't come here, guapo." You know, we just like be messing around and getting quotes from the movie and throwing it back at each other. You know, hey, do you have a platora? Yes, I got a platora de cervezas. <laughs> and we need some more tequila. We have more these, tequila. These you fuckers know, drink a tequila out of the bottle like nothing. Oh, dude, forget it. I couldn't. I couldn't. See, I'm Mexican. I can't drink. I I don't drink tequila, bro. I just can't. It's just yeah. I don't know. No se me hizo muy fuerte liver. Hey, you're a weak liver, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Pero si te gusta la sativa, verdad? Sí, a mí me gusta. Me encanta la sativa. <laughs> hey, they'll be like, hey, tequila will be like, hey, some sativa, sativa, orale. Right? It would be like, oh, let's go get some way. <laughs> oh my God. But uh wow. I haven't laughed like that in a while, bro. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I know, I know, I know you needed it, you know. It was a perfect film. See what I'm saying? This is a perfect film. If you're feeling down or if you're feeling kind of like, oh god, what it, just throw this film on. It's on, you can find it anywhere. I don't know if you can find it on YouTube or you can buy you can buy it on Amazon. I I, I, I rented it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, just I, I rented it, it. And you rented it, and then if you're in Prime Amazon membership, it's right there, I guess. You know, but it's a good film to watch. It's funny. It's a classic, and mm. and and uh, I don't know. It's just good. It's good times. Good times. Yeah, it, it is. It's honestly, it's a funny fucking movie. Like it truly is. It's not like. 100% hilarious but like I'm telling you there are moments where it's just subtle subtle little things like when when they're when they're eating uh they're right there with the frijoles and the tortillas and Chevy Chase rolls up because he's like I don't know what the tortilla is like clearly he doesn't fucking know <laughs> so he rolls up the food and then he holds it up and it all just fucking falls out and he's like all right like well, what the fuck <laughs> I love I love the part when they uh they uh he was like hey who are you and he, everybody's like in the uh in the table celebrating El Guapo's birthday. Yeah. And then they find out, they're like, who's this guy? Who are you? Well, remember we rode the horses with the women. We rode the horses with the women. No, no, no. He goes, we raped the horses. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know. But, and then they find out, like, who the hell are you? It's one of those goddamn gringos. What the hell is happening right here? A gringo's falling down from the sky. And then then you see, (laughs) and then El Jefe goes, yes, El Guapo. is hilarious see (laughs) it's stuff like that like when 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 ned has to do the shootout with the german guy right and then because he's so little and that gun is so big he's already he's he's fast but when he shoots (laughs) his ass just flies back like right right "Ah!" and then then you hear him with his voice whoa exactly you know (laughs) and it's moments like that like and i love i love how 
when the German guy first shows up to the bar, right? And then he's like, he's like, do you do you happen to know who El Guapo <laughs> is? He's like, I might know something, you know, like the bartender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when he says like, like these other, there's a guy like he's a, he's he's clearly like the one white guy there. Right. He's like, hey, you, I like your little gun, you cutesy little baby. <laughs> oh, Come right. sit on my lap, you know? And, oh, and he, that's right. And he kills him and a bunch of other guys. So everybody's right. like, oh, fuck. He's like, I'm going to have some friends. Three of my, like, so my friends come. He's like, how do I know what to He's like, you'll know. So he leaves. And that's when they show up. And everybody's right. all scared of him. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. hey, these guys yeah, are yeah. crazy. And then that's when they do the stupid dance. Like, my little buttercup. No, I like, I like, yeah, yeah. I like it when Chevy Chase goes to the. He's so big, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to the little piano. And he sits there. And then he's playing the, like. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just hilarious. Yeah, and that Buttercup song, bro. Written by Randy. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that does. He's the guy that does. I love LA. LA. Ding, 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 ding. We you, got if, it. If you ever go to a Dodger game, that, that, that song always song? play. Oh, man. He's still making cash from it. That's in the feria, right? Mucha feria. Hell yeah, dude. If, he, if, they're playing, if they every they play it at every Dodgers game. Of course, bro. So. That one and and there's another song called <laughs> "Short People Got No Reason to Live." That's the only other song I know. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's the "We Love LA." We love it. And then my little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're all scared, and then yeah. when they leave, and then they see the the real German show, they're right. like, "Oh, look at the little pansies or whatever they say." And all they go, right, pass, 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 you know, pass, pass, pass. And then the and then the bartender gets him and he goes, "Wow, this town is getting too rough for me. This town's getting too rough for me." Yeah, <laughs> poor guy, man. <laughs> bartender, yeah, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's little jokes like that. Like, you know, when the guapo first shows up, and they're like, "No, we're, you know, we we sing and dance." Like, and then that's when they do the "My Little Butter," uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, they're supposed to be like macho guys, and they're doing you know these Broadway yeah. shows, dances, and all that. But, See, but um, that's what it is, man. That's like these these movie. This movie is like filled with a lot of like little little things that could you be easy miss it or or it's just stuff that's just comic like like it's it, just it is cute comedy, it, dude. It's cute. we're so like God. There's so much like dirty like comedy that we're so thrown in our face that sometimes it's nice just to see a nice clean comedy. Yeah, you know it's not hurting anybody. You know, yeah, they're making fun of Mexican accents and this and that, but you know what? Oh, oh, you know, just. Have a have a open mind. Just we all, you know, it's, it, we all joke about stuff. So it's like, it, you know, people get so like, oh, you know, they're representing the Mexicans wrong. It's like, hey, tranquilo, tranquilo, es una movie, es una película. Have a sativa, cálmate. Yeah. <laughs> or this town is getting too rough for me. <laughs> oh man, and I, you know, it, um, again, it's a, it's a, it's a fun movie. Uh, check it out if you've never seen it, you know, and um. If you uh, want to see a bunch of, you know, Mexican actors do a horrible Mexican accent, 
check out this movie. Check <laughs> it out. Check uh, it yeah. <laughs> they kind of, you know, even the, the when we start going on Chicano, it's like ours is much better than what they, if we were, that's why, man, poor Mexicans back in Hollywood back in the day, man. It's still happening, bro. And it's still happening. It's like, you know, get a real, get the real people, man. Instead of having What are you someone... talking about? They don't make them do the accent today. They'd get in deep shit if they did that now. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah right. It's still happening, bro. They, yeah, Where? What, what, in... what show or what movie is making them, I, giving them fake Mexican accents uh, right now? Dude. These new shows, bro. ¿Cuál es, güey? ¿Cuál es, güey? Mira, yo no sé, esto no voy a poner aquí con la política, ¿ok? Quiero, quiero comenzar bien el año. <laughs> the only thing I know that they did that with was La Llorona Maze from back in 2012. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, Greg Stevens, you're doing the Llorona, Llorona, what is it called? Oh, my God, what is it called? The Llorona? I can't even say it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a dude. You know what? Okay. So let, let's just put it this way. Now, I know <laughs> I, I probably I know what you meant, because I, I what I was referring to was the fact of how they make Mexicans have that stupid fake accent. Right. They they don't make them do that anymore. Thank God for that. You know, but they still make them play maids and shit. If you know, sadly, yeah, um, yeah, OK, you're going to be the drug dealer. And like, hey, I don't want to play the drug dealer. Can yeah. you be the lawyer? No, you can be the like, lawyer. you know, the lady who who was in who played the, the killed Selena in that one movie. Like for years, like she, she, at one point she's like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not, all you guys ever hire me is to play a maid. I'm not doing that anymore. Cause she, right. every time dude, she was always playing maid, right, right, but right. like, you know, there's those, there's those instances, but, um, like there's this film that came out after the maze and everything is probably like came out two years ago. It was the actual horror film, a story about La Llorona. All right. We're finally going to get a, a Llorona movie. And the main actress in the film and the fam was were all white. You're like, really? You're going to do a Yorona movie and the main actress is a white girl. Mm, que la frega de la... I remember reading all the complaints about wow. that. Like, really? Híjole. Yeah. Ah, está mal esta situación, de verdad. Está muy mal esta situación. Yeah. So that's what I'm But saying. Like, that's why I look at, man, hey, if you're going to make, uh, you know, a movie that's going to have Raza aquí, that, you know, do it together, you know, yeah. put the movie together. There's, there's outlets now. There's, you know, you don't need the studios anymore, man. The studios had too much power. Now you can do, have your own channel, establish your uh, fan base, your followings. And there you go. And then people like your film, it's going to get shared. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what about you, Freddie? Like, say I'm a studio right now. I'm like, hey, uh, Freddie Morales, you know what? I'm going to give you uh, $50 million and I want you to make a movie. Okay. Dame la feria, güey. Okay, here's a check. Aquí, it's post dated, okay? <laughs> All right, okay. Orale, ¿qué más? Well, what, what would you do? What would you do if you could? What if I got? What would yeah. I do? Well, what movie would you make? I have to do research, like what a real a real movie, like your A. It's a it's a it's an elevator pitch, bro. You got to do it all fucking quick. Ay, joli, joli. Mira, ahorita no estoy con el pensamiento porque como estoy en una situación ahorita, mi cabeza no está Mister, bien. Uh, Mr. Freddy can Morales. Me, can you give me two days? Dame dos, dame dos días, güey. The moment then, you walk out that door, sir, that check is being canceled. Uh, what movie? I don't know. The, the Real Life of Zapata. Ah, uh -huh, there you go. The, with Yeah, The Real Life of Zapata. And, um, you know, there you go. Tell the story about the, the whole Boom, Mexican you revolution. Go. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna up that check. We're gonna give you a hundred million dollars. Gracias, güey. Órale, la feria. Órale. I'm gonna get some real actors, mexicanos, unos que representan bien la gente. Y ahí está. Sas. Ahí está. Boom. That's what there I would do. There you go. We'll do the the. I, I'm gonna do the the story of Freddie Morales, the man who 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 voiced the 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 Pesh Mode cover band. <laughs> <laughs>
my goodness. El mexicano que le hace la date gun. Yeah, date gun. <laughs> It's funny, dude, because on Twitter, like, these people are just like, what the fuck? Like, Freddy, Freddy's a cover band for Depeche Mode? Hey, like, that, yeah. That, that, guy, that guy sings? What? He's like, oh, era, es mexicano. I'm like, yeah. Y es de la raza. este. No. ¿Cómo? No, no, yeah. Yeah, Mexican-American from Southgate, California. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's give you the song of the week before we end this episode. This week's song of the week. It's an 18, I mean 18, what the fuck? <laughs> mm, like a, a, a 1986 song. And it's from uh it's honestly one of the only songs I like from the band. Uh, but I really like this band this song because of the music video. I remember seeing it a lot when I was a kid. And the song is called Land of Confusion by Genesis. And I remember the music video because it was all these puppets that looked like caricatures of famous people so like ronald reagan and shit like that all the celebrities because it was it was actually based off of of uh, this uh uk show uh called splitting image where they would do like puppets of like you know famous people they would kind of make fun of and listen uh, that politics so on and so forth so they got them to do the music video and i always thought the music video was cool that's all sorts of cool fun song very 80s uh sounding you know fucking the drum beats and all that. phil collins i mean it was a part of genesis you know so mm -hmm. that's the song i want to give you it is the song uh land of confusion uh it's actually an original single covering parody oh there's and the confusion the we're living in right now the land of confusion that's for sure oh seriously what the fuck <laughs> yeah i mean i know it's like uh uh, you know the lyrics are fucking kind of relate to like what 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 probably what's going on now, bro. Well, of course, bro. Anything that was written like from back in the day to like I would say nineties. There you go. Anything related because it was same thing happening, but we've got it worse now. You know. Wow! Like control. check out the lyrics. Look. I bet. Um, I, I, I must have dreamed a thousand dreams been haunted by a million screens but i can hear the marching feet they're moving into the street now did you read the news today they say the danger's gone away but i can still see the fire still alight they're burning into the night Makes there's sense. too many men there's too many people there's they're making too many problems and not much love going around can you see this is the land of confusion dude perfect lyrics yeah, bro. this is the world we live in Dude, just today in Melrose today, I was like, what is going on? There was a whole here. I have an out urban outfitters store here. Oh, so yeah. There's there an activist of a whole like, I don't know, like 30 people because I guess, you know, they slaughter animals for their clothing. So you had those people there. And then you had now they have, we have these gangs that come in like in 50 riding their bikes down Melrose. It looks like the Wild Wild West, bro. All I hear is. That's what I hear, dude. I was like, what's going on? My goodness. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Hey, dude, yeah. you know. What? Oh, wait, you're not close to the beach. Never mind. What? Close to the beach? No. No, because yesterday there was a big, uh, there was a tsunami warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Santa Monica. Well, Santa, I think Santa Clarita got it more because they're up more up north. Yeah, they did. I was watching the footage. That shit was they crazy. Always, they always get the tsunamis. I mean, we, we're probably too, I don't know, but it's, it's interesting, bro. The, you see the volcano blow up? You can see it from the satellite. Yeah, that shit's crazy. And then you see the um, just how why that expo the explosion went. So, yeah, interesting times we're living, man. Hey, it's the land of confusion. Eh? Estamos en la land de los pendejos. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, we got to go out on that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's been fun reminiscing about the three amigos or revisiting, talking about El Guapo, you know, Freddy's uh, future movie of Zapata. No, who was it? Zapata, Zapata. Zapata, there you go. And my movie about Freddy Morales. But I think it's time we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.